Welcome back. I don't think we lost too many. <laughs> that was a really excellent session, I think you'll agree, um, this morning. We've got something special to finish off today with. As you probably know, White Hat are a little obsessed with video. Uh, we've had presentations before, we've spoken about it, we think it's really key in every element of the flywheel. I nearly saved the sales uh, funnel. Um, but it's more commonly spoken of in terms of marketing. Marketers are comfortable with video, that it's just a natural form for them. They don't often use it as well as they could. But the thing that, that's really interesting for me is, is its use outside of, of marketing in, in sales and in support and across the, 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 the whole multiple touch points that you have with an organization. We're a really big fan of Vidyard. Vidyard are a HubSpot integration partner. Their, their <coughs> CEO, Michael Litt, came and spoke to this event last year. And I'm really, really pleased that we've got Pyla to come and follow up. And I'm just really curious as to, to know what's happened in, in the last 12 months since this sort of integration was announced, <laughs> how the whole thing's going. So I'm going to stop talking and just hand over to Tyler from Video. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much. Fabulous. Thank you so much for such a, a warm welcome. And uh, thank you all for, for hanging in here with us today. Uh, I thought it was a great morning. And uh, I'm going to make the next 30 to 40 minutes uh, as engaging as possible to talk to you guys about this wonderful world of video. First, how you guys doing out there? Come on. How you guys doing out there? We good? We good? All right. Who wants to hear about video? Anyone? Anyone? All right. All right. We're fired up. Here we go. Okay, so the title of my session actually ties right back to what we were talking about, is that video is becoming this amazing way to be helpful, to be human, and to build trust with buyers. And I loved the conversation this morning talking about how more and more people are engaging in different kinds of content. People are reading less and they're watching more. They are trusting less in businesses and therefore we need to change the way in which we communicate and we present ourselves and we engage them in content experiences. So I'm going to talk over the next little bit to give you guys really practical ideas about how businesses today are starting to use video and where we see it going over the next one to two to five years. And I think what's really exciting about what's happening here um, is to that point that it's going beyond the top of funnel, beginning of flywheel marketing and going all throughout that customer experience. And so I want to make sure all of you walk away today with ideas and then also the know-how and the tools to just get going with video. Because most people love the idea, but they struggle with getting going. So you're going to walk away with some very specific ideas here today. I'm going to start with the fact that video is such an important piece today because inherently we all know people love video. They love to consume video content for a number of different reasons. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, some of the big stats, just to get you guys going here, 75% of all internet traffic is now video content. And that number is going to exceed 82% uh, within the coming years and just continue to grow. Right? So more and more, if you go home and you're watching Game of Thrones or you're what, whatever it is, the new Black Mirror season, don't spoil it, like whatever it is you do, don't feel guilty about it. Because psychologically, we are drawn to video as a medium. So if anybody gives you a hard time for watching too much video and too much TV, just let them know there's millions of years of psychology behind it. Um, more and more, I think the really interesting part of video is something we talked about this morning, which is that middle stat, 
is, I think we all get this, but buyers more and more uh, will say that they trust a brand, that they're more confident making a buying decision when they interact with video content. And a lot of this is about, A, understanding the why behind businesses and, and understanding the people, but also being able to see transparently, right? If you're a product company, being able to see what you do in reality as opposed to just reading about it or hearing about it. And these are some of the things that we're seeing businesses adopt more and more. And finally, what gets me most excited right now is this evolution of video into sales and customer service as a different way to engage our buyers, to build trust, to drive more engagement, to bring the humanity back to sales and service, which I think is a really important part of what we need to talk about today. Because a lot of us, including you know, myself, I'm a marketing leader, I feel we've swung too much on the digital, one-to-many, scalable content, right? Our websites, our blogs, these are all important things. But I think in many cases, we've lost a bit of that personality. We've lost a bit of that humanity in how we communicate. And video gives us an opportunity to bring that back, but to still do it in scalable ways. So we'll talk about how people are now doing that. So what is it about video that makes it so compelling to audiences? And I just want you guys to, to take this because when you do start investing in video content, what I wanna make sure you don't do is just take what you're doing today and then do it in video, right? Don't just take the blog you're writing today and make a video version of that blog. Don't just take your email and phone script and then read it on camera, right? Video is a new medium that gives us richer, more engaging ways to interact with audiences. I call this the four E's of what makes video so compelling. Video is more engaging than other content types. Um, it's partly because we are drawn to visual information, we're drawn to motion, uh, right? We're likely to gaze five times longer at a social post that has a moving image as opposed to static text or static images. And it's because our brains are hardwired to look for motion and movement. It also gives us the ability to tell bigger stories. And again, our brains are hardwired to engage in the storytelling narrative. Secondly, of course, we all know video gives us the opportunity to be more emotional with our audiences and to strike that emotional chord, right? Like who here just like, broke down in tears when you read that last white paper from IBM. Anyone else? Anyone else? You did, I know. I, I, we'll talk later. There's, there's a separate user group for you down the hall. Um, it's a support group. Um, right, but so video gives us that chance to connect on a more personal level. It doesn't have to be humor. It doesn't have to be uh, you know, something outrageous. It's about building that emotional connection and being more personal and building trust. The third is video has the ability to be more educational than text-based content. And I think we all understand this as consumers, but I don't think we appreciate it enough as marketers and sellers and business leaders, right? We can consume and learn more from a two-minute video than we can from reading content for 10 to 15 to 20 minutes, right? Our brain processes visual information 60,000 times faster than text. And another important thing is we actually store visual information in our long-term memory. We store text in our short-term memories, right? So we are more likely to remember messages delivered to us via a visual medium, and video gives us the power to do that. Which is why more and more businesses are creating two-minute explainer videos, why they're getting on camera to explain a new product feature that they've launched. It's why a sales rep might get on camera to record a quick message to answer a question instead of typing it out via email. It's about its ability to educate and be memorable. And finally, number four, which is, I think is the unsung hero of video, is its ability to be empathetic and to connect as real people. And this is more and more important as we talk about uh, video throughout the sales and customer service sides of things. Now, after hearing the great conversation this morning, I had to sneak in a number five, which is the T. I couldn't, 
tie this one back to, I really tried to make an E out of this one, but I really couldn't, and it's trust. And I think this is just such an important word right now, and I was just thrilled to hear Brian mention it a number of times this morning. And I think video is the ultimate way for us to build trust with our audiences. It's partly about putting ourselves on camera and putting ourselves out there, right? If you watch a video from a company where it's their real CEO, it's their real person who developed the product, right? You're more likely to trust that content than you are something that's written um, or, or something that's sort of hidden behind the scenes. So this is a really important piece. And by the way, can anybody spot the error that I made in this last point here? The best way to earn at each stage of the funnel, that's right. So I did stroke it out and put the best way to engage at each stage of the flywheel. And let me explain what I really mean by that. So the flywheel goes like this. And we talked about kind of marketing, sales, customer service. And I think if you talk about the actions we take in the flywheel, it's about attracting, engaging, delighting. And then once you've delighted customers, they will help you attract more. And then we engage and delight and so on, right? I love the flywheel. I could talk about it all day. In the context of video, though, one of the reasons I'm so passionate about video right now is it helps at every stage. It's not just an attract mechanism. It's not just about YouTube uh, pre-roll advertisements, right? Video at the top of the, uh, at the start of the flywheel can help us bring audiences in through a richer inbound strategy for people that are more likely to engage in a video about a topic than they are about the written word. As we move into the engage section, it gives us an opportunity to connect in a more uh, storytelling manner in a richer way with our audiences and pull them in. And then finally, in the delight stage, which is where I think video can really, really shine, imagine if a sales rep or a customer service rep records a quick video to share an answer with you, to show you exactly how to solve a problem, right? That's really a delightful experience. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to talk through and show you guys some real examples of what people are doing at each of these different stages to give you a sense for what you could be doing in your own business. And all of these examples are things that you can do with a $0 budget. You just need a little bit of courage, you need a little bit of motivation, and you need to start to learn the tools to do video. Who here is a great video producer? There's a few people, this guy right over here. <laughs> He's a boss. There's a few people that are doing great video. I expect some of you are probably agencies and you guys probably do video. Some of you in-house are doing video. Um, is anybody here a decent video creator? Anyone? Does anybody here have like a 10-year-old nephew or son or daughter that's a better video creator than them? Yeah, right? Like it's, it's, it's true. Um, they can do it, so can we. And we got to get over that hurdle of thinking, well, I can write something or I can do this, but I can't create a video. We can do it, right? We just need to change our thinking of what video really is. It's a conversational medium now for our audiences. They're not expecting the next, oh, I, can't, I can't say Super Bowl commercial, um, the next big World Cup commercial. Is that good? Get that one? Okay, perfect. Um, they're expecting information and content in a different way. So if we think about video as a conversational medium, it changes how we create it, it changes what we create, and it means all of us can do it. So let's talk about this. I'm going to go through at the bottom here, we've got a little legend. I'm going to talk about each of these stages really quickly and show you different examples of what real people are doing. So at the attract stage, this is all about creating um, content that is, of course, going to bring audiences in as part of your inbound strategy. Like any inbound content strategy, this is about answering the questions your audience is asking. And it is no more complicated than that. How many of you here have videos that clearly explain the answer to the top five to ten questions your audience is asked every day? Anybody? Some of you do, most of you don't. Right? And it's a really simple, you probably have blog posts 
that do it, right? You think about SEO and blogs, what are people searching for? I've got a blog to answer that question. Do you have a video to answer that question, right? Is that video on your website, on your blog? Is it on your YouTube channel? Are you leveraging social to get it out there? Is it a new inbound tactic for you, right? And it can be, and it doesn't take much to create that content. So the kinds of content we see at this level, um, this is one example from our own team. We create uh, a few different video series. We've started creating these little series to make them reproducible content that's efficient and effective. Um, we do a series called Point of View, where we interview different thought leaders in the market about different questions the industry is asking, get their take on those. We put those out there on social, we put them out there on our blog, we transcribe the audio for the text portion of our blog posts, and those become hero assets for us. They go into our nurture programs, they're great ways to answer industry level questions. Um, another uh, a, a company that I think does this incredibly well uh, is a company called River Pools in uh, the United States, and uh, they're an organization that I've, I've done some work with, and uh, they focus as a pool company on answering the questions everybody is asking about pools, right? If you've ever tried to research and put in a pool, right, there's simple questions you're always going to ask, right? Like, what's the pros and cons of fiberglass versus, uh, uh, versus concrete? Um, you know, what are some of the problems to expect in different kinds? How much does a pool cost, right? And they just did the simple things, right? They created videos to answer those questions authentically and transparently, even if the answers don't align back to what they do as a business. They may only do fiberglass pools, and yet they'll talk about the benefits of a concrete pool because that's how they earn trust in the market and how they build an audience. And if you end up deciding to buy a, a concrete pool, you're gonna go somewhere else, but when you decide to buy a fiberglass pool because there's so much great information there, you're gonna go to these guys. And there's a great story behind how they have grown their business. They started as a local pool company, and within uh, three to four years through their inbound and then video strategy, they now have uh, distributors all across uh, the United States, and they're a massive organization now with customers everywhere. Um, a uh, sol uh, content that we do. So actually, Brian, earlier this morning, said turn on the camera, put up a whiteboard behind you, and answer questions and talk about a topic. We do that. We just use a chalkboard instead of a whiteboard, right? But I do a series called Chalk Talks where we uh, look at the key questions our audience is asking and we do them in this visual format where we talk about a different topic. We show and walk through how to actually, um, you know, in these cases, how to develop a video strategy. We walk through the different components of a video strategy. Do we have a guide, an ebook on developing a video strategy? You bet. We had, that was the first thing we did. And then we did this video as another way to deliver that message with a lot of the same content, but in a visual and distilled format. So you can watch that video in about eight minutes, or you can read the full guide, and that'll probably take you about 30 to 45 minutes, right? But the amount of content is generally the same, and it's up to people to choose what they want to engage with. Um, another great example is uh, an organization called uh, Gordian, and this is my favorite example of a company who just got really smart about how they productize this content. So, in their market, uh, their audience asks this big question, what is job order contracting? So they're in the construction software business and, and services, and don't worry about what job order contracting is. It doesn't matter for any of us, right? But think about that one big question your audience asks. And they went, yeah, we've got great blog posts on this, but they then decided to create a four-part video series that specifically answered what is job order contracting. And instead of just putting it out on YouTube, they created a gated landing page on their own website with related assets and all sorts of ways to convert um, audiences. And they go out and they promote this content very heavily in the market. They drive people to their dedicated landing page. They actually have it gated so they can use it as a new lead gen tool. 
And as somebody's watching the video, the four videos, guess what happens? They're tracking behind the scenes and knowing, because somebody filled out the form, how long did that person watch each of those four videos? And if somebody only watched the first one 10 seconds and then bailed, they're gonna go into some kind of nurture stream. If they watched all four of those videos all the way through to the end, guess what's gonna happen? They're gonna get a phone call from a sales rep because they know that that person is engaged, they're showing interest, they're showing intent, and they can convert that person quickly. Um, so a really smart way in how they productized it, and they also offer related uh, content. So at the end of each video, they have a download to a related guide or a checklist. Right, so it's a great way of also productizing other assets. Really simple idea. Um, it was responsible for more than, for them, more than $6 million uh, in new revenue in six months, which was massive. They do really big deals. So I think that was about 10 or 11 new deals that they sourced from it. But it was all about using the inbound content, then understanding who was engaging, getting in a sales conversation quickly to move that deal faster. So just a smart way to create and to productize that content. And they just did it all in-house, right? Simple videos. The videos themselves aren't anything special. It was how they put it out to market that really was the big win for them. And the final thing that at the attract stage is just, um, you know, for those of you who do do digital advertising, is thinking more and more about how video plays a role in your digital advertising strategy. And this might be YouTube pre-roll videos. It may be other ads you're doing that send them to a page where there's a video to explain the topic that they've expressed interest in. So lots of ways there, whether you're spending money on digital ads or whether you're creating organic content at this stage, I really want you to focus on answering those questions your audience is asking and then productizing that content in different ways on your own website, on your YouTube channel. If you have one, if you don't, maybe let's get one going, get that content out there and it's a new source of traffic for you as well as using it across social and other avenues. Okay. Switching gears into the engage side of things. So we've got people in, uh, people are starting to get familiar with us, they're, they're in our, our buyer's journey now and we're starting to deliver that ongoing experience to them. At the engagement stage, this is where you now wanna use authentic content to help educate your buyers to generate demand for what you do, right? No different than your broader content strategy, but now you're gonna wanna put that video lens on it and think, okay, if somebody wants to learn about us through video, can they do that today? Right? Can they take that step or am I forcing them to read a bunch of bullet points, to download a guide or a, or a, or a fact sheet or to talk to a sales rep, right? In my opinion, somebody should be able to learn all they need to learn about your solution by going on a sit back, sort of lean back video experience, right? I think that's the end goal. You can't do it all at once, but think about how you chip away at that. So there are simple things you're gonna wanna do here like having your typical explainer video, right? This is your two minute explainer that clearly articulates the problem you solve and, and a starting point for how you solve it. If you don't have a short explainer video on your website, this is a great place to start, right? If you go to your own website, right, take off your own business hat, pretend you're somebody else coming there for the first time, is there a short video that just clearly explains what you do? And if not, might be a good place to start because it's also an asset that would typically get used by your sales team, um, by your marketing team in other ways. Some other type of content we see people doing at this level um, is then sort of the one step deeper. I love this, if you're a, um, a, a product company, I know, and, and we're guilty of this, like every tech product company is, you come to your, somebody comes to your website and everything is request a demo, talk to sales, book a meeting, right? Those are all the main calls to action. What about watch a demo, 
right? What if, okay, somebody's watched your explainer, they're, they're interested, and now instead of trying and pushing them to say, talk to a sales rep or book a meeting, what if you had that simple call to action to watch a demo or see it in action or learn more, right? We started doing this on our own website and I've seen a lot of other companies doing it and every time, really shouldn't be a surprise to anybody here, the conversion rates on people clicking watch a demo over book a meeting are astronomically higher and if you have the right content behind it, the conversions downstream can end up um, giving you a big win on the, on the back end of it. Because after somebody's watched that demo, if they're showing interest and intent, and especially if you're tracking that on the back end, you're able to follow up and move them through that buyer's journey. But if they can't watch a demo, this is part of the kind of friction-free process, right? If somebody can't see your solution in action or your company in action, they're gonna go to somebody else who, who, who it does, right? And we've, we've felt this. People have come to our website, and I've heard it, I've talked to, talked to people, and they go to one of our competitors' websites, and they can watch a demo, they can sign up for free and get started, right? And they never come back to us. So that's a problem that we've started to solve ourselves, and I think many of us can do as well. And then, of course, things like simple customer stories are something else you want to think about when using video today. Again, many of us write case studies, write testimonials, but those things don't bring out the real passion and humanity in your, in your customers. And if you're doing this, I encourage you to think about customer story, not customer testimonial, right? I mean, a testimonial is great, and a, um, a case study is great, but what I encourage you to think about with video is how do you bring their story to life, right? How do you pull out that human part of their story? Get them talking honestly on camera about why it is that they invested, what it's meant for them personally in their, in their careers, and how you've genuinely helped them. And try to stay away from 80% increase in click-through rates, or like, you know, stay, keep the buzz out of it, and just make it authentic, right? That stuff resonates much better today um, than, uh, than, than other types of content. And the third one here, which is what I'm really excited about to see more and more happening, is sales and service has a big part to play in engagement as well. They're not just about delight, right? As we talked about earlier, sales is part of the buying process. And more and more sales reps uh, and service reps are using one-to-one -one videos as a way to engage their audiences in this richer way. So the old world was either, in the old, old world, right, you would, of course, book a call or, or uh, you know, get a call from a salesperson, you talk over the phone. And then we went to this world where everything went online and then everything happens over email, right? So they request something, maybe something happens, but this whole conversation happens over email. And the problem there is we've kind of disintermediated the sales rep as a real person and the humanity of them. And so what we're seeing people now do, of course, many of you probably do video calls, conference calls, right? If you're, if you're having a call with a customer, you encourage them to hop on a Zoom uh, because you have the ability to actually do body language and connect more personally and, and talk about you know, the weather and sports or whatever it is that, it is that you want to do because that's important to building that relationship and establishing trust. But you can't always do a video conference call, right? What about when that customer is showing interest and you now want to respond to them or you want to reach out to somebody to revive that dead deal, right? Somebody who has been moving along the sales process and they've gone dark, how do you get them back? Record and send a quick video message to put yourself on camera and make video an asynchronous medium. And this is happening more and more and I'll show you exactly how you can do this in HubSpot today for those of you who aren't doing it yet. Um, HubSpot's actually built this into HubSpot video so sales reps can just click record, send a video off um, and engage their audience through that way instead of typing out an email. Okay? So a few different ideas there about using video through that attract um, and engage stages. As we move through to delight, 
I think there's a number of things we're starting to see people do here uh, with video in that post-sale fashion as well, focus on for delight, right? As somebody becomes a customer of yours and a part of your business's family, um, depending on what you offer, it might make sense to welcome them through a fun personal video. Do you have great video-based articles in your knowledge base or answers to the common questions your customers have so they can find it and engage with it? Right? More and more, of course, people go to YouTube to find, you know, how do I do something or how do I fix this? And it's because they expect a short video that's going to show them how to answer that. If you're sending somebody over to your support and service center, your knowledge base, and they have to read through text-based articles, it might be fine, right? It might work. But imagine the, uh, the, the level up in terms of the experience when you're putting out short videos to clearly show them things. And you're delivering the content in the way they expect it and they want it as consumers. So that's something else to think about. Right? Just because you have the answer in written word doesn't mean that you're delivering the best possible experience. There's lots of other fun things you can do. And, and you know, this stuff I've found personally goes a long, long way in managing those relationships when we're in this sort of digital age with customers. Things like, you know, happy holidays videos and messages, right? I'm sure how many of you guys send out a happy holidays card or email to your customers at the holiday time of year? Show of hands, most some of you, a lot of you, yeah. Uh, how many people uh, actually receive them from vendors uh, at the holiday time? And, and how many of you like open them up and you're like enthralled with it, you're passing around the office, they wish me a happy holiday, right? No, you don't like forward the email along, like they care about me, right? Sometimes if you do it right, right? But it's an opportunity to, to be a bit more personal, to build a connection. And something as simple as getting your whole company on camera, recording a genuine happy holidays, you know, great to have you part of the family, can go a long way. In fact, I have an example here that I want to quickly show you, uh, which is the, one of the most successful videos my team has done, um, not just from an engagement perspective, but from an actual influence on revenue and pipeline. Um, so this is our Happy Holidays video from a couple of years ago, and this is the thumbnail image of the video that would have shown up in your inbox. You can see it written in the sky, thanks for a great year. But we actually took this one up a level, and for this part I actually need a, a quick volunteer from the audience to, you don't have to get up or anything, I just, is there anybody named Samantha that would like to volunteer from the audience? This is uh, the magic part of the show. Anybody named, would you mind being Samantha? You can sit down, you can sit down, okay. You don't mind being my Samantha for this part? Okay, perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Samantha, my assistant here. <laughs> Samantha, how likely would you be to click on that thumbnail image if it was sent to you as a warm, happy holiday greeting from Vidyard? Yeah? Yeah, scale of 1 to 10? Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm done. I'm off the stage. <laughs> We've won already because it was an amazing video. Now, Samantha, imagine for a second, though, that not only that landed in your inbox, but that landed in your inbox. Now, what do you think? Yeah, you can. Haven't you seen, uh, up to, turn it up to 11. Come on, guys, help me out here. Spinal tap. You might be. <laughs> okay, he's going to be a little bit suspicious, but now, Samantha, can I play you your video? Season's greetings. You know, you mean a lot to us. And this year, my company really wanted to show you our appreciation. So we all got together and said, let's go big. Let's go sky high. Let's go for the razzle dazzle. It turned into a company-wide event. Sales sure got on board. 
marketing got really excited. Some were even a little obsessed. Even the operations team got into the spirit. In fact, with so many great ideas, I began to worry that my gesture was too small, too insignificant. I feared that my humble message would only get lost in the spectacle and commotion of so much razzle-dazzle. Then I remembered. I live next to an airfield. <laughs> Happy holidays! So, these were some of the uh, legitimate responses we got back. I just want to share this because this was like the day our marketing team won the internet, and you got to share those moments. You get responses like, this is hands down one of my favorite emails ever. OMG, they actually took the time to spell it out, which is amazing. I love this, sending everyone I know. This might be the greatest Christmas present I received this year. It's pretty sad for them. <laughs> but great for us. We love this, okay, I'll take a meeting to find out more, right? There was no ask for a meeting in any of this, right? So I just want to share with you, because this is the opportunity with video at that sort of far end of the spectrum, right? This was like a true delight moment for our audience. And yes, we have tech in Vidyard to do automated personalization like that, so everybody gets a version of that video with their own name in it, right? So we get to cheat, we get to use our own tech to do it at scale. Um, but this is an example of how we can level it up because nobody's responding like that to the to typical card or the typical happy holidays email with the little dancing reindeer on it, right? They're just not. This is the opportunity with video to rethink things. Um, so I talked about this a little bit as well is, is using video and customer service. And um, you know, this is also the opportunity like we see in sales to get on camera, to communicate with your audiences directly and to um, you know, deliver them a bigger experience. So I just want to take a few minutes now to, to show you how you guys can do some of this stuff um, and deliver this through what HubSpot has done with HubSpot Video and, uh, and actually start to do this today. And if you're not a HubSpot uh, professional or enterprise user, shame on you, first of all. But I will show you how you can do some of this without that. Um, so let's take the marketing side first. So you've created a great video, right? Like a little chalk talk, a whiteboard video, a little how-to video. Um, with HubSpot Video, for those of you who have not used it yet, uh, again, it is uh, integrated as part of Professional and Enterprise uh, Marketing Hub. Um, it's a really simple process now to simply upload your videos and publish them and start to optimize them. Um, so right inside of HubSpot, you can now uh, upload a video directly uh, into the file manager by clicking on the Add Video button. You simply upload the video into the system. You can then add a call to action to the end of your video. So how do you want the video to end? You can have a button or any kind of call to action that you want. It's integrated with the, um, with the core HubSpot CTA, so you can actually leverage ones that you've already built, and those will become the CTA at the end of your video. You also have the ability to brand the playback experience, so it's your own player colors, and it looks like a native video on your website that's part of your own brand. Once the video is up there, you, very simple, you can now publish it on any HubSpot landing page and get it up on your site, on your blog, wherever it needs to go, and that video is live and running. The benefit to doing something like this over uploading it to YouTube and embedding the YouTube version is you've got a lot more control in the experience here. You can brand the player for your own playback experience. You can customize the call to action. There's no chance somebody's gonna click on that little YouTube button in the corner and be off watching cat videos the rest of the day, right? You know what I'm talking about, you've done it before. 
and you're going to get much richer analytics back right inside of HubSpot. So as people are watching that video, right inside of the uh, analytics on the page, you're going to see number of video views and the average retention rate of, you, of people watching that video. So all of that data is going to be right there inside of HubSpot, just like where you consume information about your other content types. Super simple, out of the box, just works, it's great, and gives you this uh, base level of functionality. The second side of it is video inside of sales and service hubs. So let me quickly uh, show you what that's all about. So let's say I'm a sales rep and I want to reach out to a customer to uh, follow up on a lead that's come in or maybe I want to reach out to uh, recap a call we just had or maybe I want to send them a contract or a purchase request. And I want to instead record a quick video as part of that email to them. So what you can do now is uh, so I'm in the email here. You'll actually see there's this new little insert video button right there. Just like an attachment, I can click on that to add a video to this outbound email. But what happens when I click that is I have the option to record a new video using my webcam. I can record a screen capture video, or I could actually upload another video I've already recorded. Um, I can also access my library of other videos that are already uploaded into HubSpot. So maybe I want to send them one of my marketing videos or something like that, or I want to record a new one. So let's say I select to record a new camera video uh, or a screen capture. Quickly record, countdown three, two, one. I record my video, I stop. The thumbnail image gets dropped into your email and you send it off. Here's the magic of it. You're not dealing with MP4 files. You don't have to like take this video and upload it somewhere and figure out what to do with it. As soon as you've recorded that video, it's ready to go on its own page in the cloud and you send it off. That thumbnail image has a nice play button over top of it. Somebody clicks to play it, they go to that page, and they watch that quick video, okay? It's all about being simple and easy. Um, I'm a marketer, so I'm going to say this. So easy, even a salesperson can do it. I know I'm going to get some lashback on that one. But that's the point, is that it's so simple, right? It's not like I'm going into QuickTime and hitting record, and then I save the file, and then I upload it to YouTube. And, like, it's just these unnatural hurdles, right? It's just like going to Facebook, hitting record and posting it. Very same experience, very, very powerful. So we're seeing people use this in lots of different ways, right? I think that's the most important thing here is the process to do it is simple, but you gotta figure out how it works for you, right? If you're doing outbound selling, then maybe it's a great way to cut through the noise and instead of sending the same old templated text-based email to every prospect, you're recording a short video. Uh, maybe you're putting their name on a whiteboard or you're pulling up their website in a screen capture to show them this is just for them and it's a more engaging experience, and I, am, I will almost guarantee you that you will get higher click-through and response rates to those. Sometimes it doesn't happen, I have to add that almost. Um, secondly, new leads, right? New lead comes in, instead of just following up with a text-based email, record a quick video to introduce yourself, right? Hey, it's Tyler from Vidyard here, so happy to see that you registered for that webinar or you downloaded that ebook. I just wanted to let you know that I'm here to help you through the journey, and as a next step, I'd love to talk to you about A, B, and C, right? just humanizes the process and introduces yourself. As you go through the customer life cycle, right, after you've had a meeting, a follow-up uh, email where you're going to be putting all those bullet points of everything you agreed to, hit record. Talk about it, list things out, send it over, and it not only gives the information in a concise way, but it keeps that human element going. And there's lots of other ways you can use it, okay? It's another great way to communicate your message, but in a way that brings the humanity into it and drives a more engaging experience. Anyone? Anyone excited about video? Yeah, doing some of this? It's like at least 12 people. Any more? Okay, there's, there's some more. Perfect, good. 
Awesome. So all this stuff is like ready to go today. If you're not using it yet today, I encourage you to start trying this out. Again, in HubSpot Professional and Enterprise, you can activate HubSpot Video. Um, inside of Sales and Service Hub, you can activate uh, that ability to uh, record and send videos directly. Um, I'm not going to go over this slide, but because um, it's it's big and ugly, but I'll just explain what was up there, is that all that basic capability is in there in the platform. Um, outside of HubSpot, there's also a free version of Vidyard Go Video, which is the tool that's being used to record and send those custom videos. Right? You can just get that um, as a Chrome extension as well. So whether you're using HubSpot or not, you can start using that. It's just, it's free, it's simple, and you can start recording and sending video messages and screen captures um, as much as you want. Okay? And it's a great way to start to get that experience with getting on camera and using the content. So if there's anything I can do to help, uh, if you have more questions about HubSpot video, about you know, Vidyard and some of the other things that we do above and beyond what we talked about, if you want uh, me to send you our video strategy workbook or some great videos that explain it as well, if you have ideas for what I should do in London, I'm from Toronto for uh, what it's worth, and uh, I'm here for the next couple of days. Um, or if you want one of these, this is VBot, it's our brand mascot guy here. So if you like a stuffed VBot, let me know, we got lots. Um, <laughs> Feel free to email me if you've got any questions about some of the things that we talked about here. Um, so that's what I wanted to, uh, to talk through. I know there was a lot there, but I just wanted to give you guys lots of ideas and inspiration for the kinds of videos you can be creating, how to get started with it, how to actually get it out there through things like HubSpot Video and Vidyard Go Video, um, and to, to start to, to, to move with it. So with that, um, are we, uh, we got a few minutes for question and answer. Thank you very much, guys. And by the way, you guys were a great, great audience. And thank you, Samantha. Thank you.